with my fucking dad. <laughs> what a way to start. Let's go. My fucking dad. Here we go. We're going to unload all of the issues, all of the daddy you issues. You got to hear this. Problems. Fucking so stupid, dude. I, when I tell this story, it is like, you're going to be like, what? You're not, you might laugh, but you're going to be like, that's a thing? So he, go, <laughs> he goes to Europe and all the kids pitch in and we buy him this really expensive Gucci tracksuit. It's in Milan. He he's, likes that stuff, doesn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. He's all about his tracksuit. Oh, yeah. So, But it's like, this is Gucci. And it's badass. Like, we're talking a $3,800 tracksuit. So all the kids pitch in. I'm the youngest of five kids. We all pitch in. Get him the tracksuit. So then, fast forward. It's his birthday last last month. And he's like, hey, brother. And that's how he talks. And he's from the projects of Syracuse. My dad is legit. Scary dude, sweetheart. He's like, hey, brother, how about you get me them uh, high-top Gucci's and match this suit, brother? And I'm like, okay, well, let me talk to the kids about getting together and pitching in on the shoes. He call, he, he says, hey, brother. He, he calls his kids like, hey, brother. Oh, yeah. That's fucking Oh, crazy. yeah. Hilarious. I'm like, I'll be like, I love you, dad. And he's like, hey, brother. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like that, like that kind of dad. So, <laughs> so we buy him the shoes. I go to Neiman Marcus. They're like, $900 shoes. Get the shoes, bring them to him. So he goes to Robert Glasper last night mm-hmm. at Red Rocks. Is he dressed Hey, in brother, his I'm going to wear... Oh, I got a picture, man. So. Oh, no. Hey, brother, I'm, I'm going to wear my Gucci suit and shoes to Robert Glasper. Let me just search him real quick. It's worth seeing. So... <laughs> I think it's hilarious too that because I didn't know your dad was in was into like that kind of stuff like jazz or anything. Oh, oh my, my god! Yeah, so that's like legit, yes. like almost damn near vintage Gucci. Like that's expensive ass yes. shit. Wow! So the matching suit, oh like my god, everything's legit. So Will you text that to me so we can put yes. it on the on the visual. Yes, yeah, remind me. Yeah. So <laughs> so he's got the shoes, he's got the suit, and he goes Red Rocks this morning. I get a text. Hey brother, them shoes be stanking, and I'm like, what? What? What do you mean? And I'm like, did you wear socks? And he's like, nobody told me I had to wear socks with these. What? Thank you. What? We're going to notice how you didn't laugh. You're like, this can't be a real story. <laughs> so I was like, did you wear socks? Nobody had to. And I was like, you wore canvas Gucci designer high tops to Red Rocks and hiked those stairs with no fucking socks? That- what was I supposed to do? And I'm <laughs> what? And he goes, and on another note, the suit stinks too. And I'm like, did you, you wear, wear underwear, underwear and undershirt? Oh. Nobody oh told me God. I needed what to. The fuck? <laughs> oh God. What the fuck? Dude, you can't make this shit up. He's like, so what do I do now? And I'm like, what do you mean? Well, you can't just wash What do you do? Hair. I'm like, I'm like, dry, send him to the dry cleaner. He's like, got to tell you, man, that Gucci makes some bullshit. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that's a true story, man. Oh my no god. No socks. No socks. Wow. That that no. just sounds uncomfortable. Like not for him. Like he canvas that shoes. Canvas yeah. shoes with, I, can you imagine that with no socks? Yeah, no. First of all, designer terrible. shoes are very uncomfortable. Yeah. I bet. Like these fucking things look like an air cage. They are not. What are those? That these are Alexander McQueen's and these are awful. How much were those? Well, really? Uh, yeah, I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I think these were seven ninety five. Oh, that's not that crazy. Yeah, I mean it's I mean it's like it's a lot for a pair of shoes, but it's not so. like 
You know, it, like I said, people spend a lot more on a pair of shoes. You have different strokes yeah. for different folks. Yeah, different yeah. shoes for different clients. That's oh, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Yep, that's Got a you. good point. I love so, the bottoms of those. Those are super they're, they're cool. Super I remember neat. you sent me a picture of those, and you were like, "What do you yeah, think?" That's right. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not into shoes, but those are fucking they're cool. Sick. So, yeah. what's the discretion on the shoes for the clients thing? There are like it's just like the car. Yeah, it's like yeah. some clients were like, "Oh, you're not a douchebag. You drive a Jeep." And other clients were like, "Oh, I'm happy you're a douchebag and you drive a BMW." Like so, it's like all dependent. You like, don't take different cars, like because I guess you're really only driving the X6, right? No, I will absolutely take the family yeah, wagon to certain really? clients. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not is, to hide who I am; yeah, it's yeah. to not make them feel uncomfortable. Sure, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Do you, do you base that on? It's probably based more on the person rather than the price point. It's right? never the price point. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. the person. Yeah, of course, for sure. Nice. Also, I'm not. I never fake it. Like that makes it sound like I'm molding who I am to each person. It's not. It's like. If somebody's grandmother is offended by designer shit, then I'm not gonna fucking bring my sure, yeah, blacked out rocket ship and Alexander McQueen <laughs> shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't. It's yeah. just like about not making people feel uncomfortable. It's to ma- not make yeah. myself any part of the centerpiece of the appointment. The that's house, a really good point. The house yeah. needs to be the centerpiece. Yeah, the right. show not is me. not you. Yeah, no. that's a great point. I feel yeah, like I feel true. like that's probably something that a lot of realtors get wrong. Yes, they think it's all selling sunset in that shit and. That shit ain't real, guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, I hate to tell everybody. They think somebody's going to make those, a show of them. All those fucking shows are fake. Yeah. They're fake. Yeah. There mm-hmm. is no $10 million listing in Manhattan that two hours later on the third episode gets an all-cash offer from a buyer's agent who's representing somebody who's representing somebody who's representing somebody. It's like you're, you're looking at a, process. You're looking at a right. process that probably took months or something. The average time on market for any house anywhere in the country outside of the boom market we had the last two years is 100 days. And you're going to talk mm. about, wait, so these $32 million penthouses in New York are like, you got Frederick being like, maybe he'll take 92, let me talk to him. And then in the same episode, it's under contract. That's all right. fake. Mm. None of that is real. Mm-hmm. And is it just like a timeline sped up thing? Like, is it no, just like- it's fake. Like it's it is fully- a scripted show. That shit is not under contract when they say it. It is, it is fucking fake. Allegedly. It's 100% yeah. fake. I know, but we have to... <laughs> yeah, allegedly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, because th- uh, that's super interesting. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, well, for example, I mean, there's a there's a, there's a um, a YouTuber um, who's also a realtor, Graham Stephan, um, makes finance content. I've always been a big fan. I think his stuff is really great, and I think he has, like, really great things to say. And he is part of um, Jason Oppenheimer. Um, the the selling sunset uh, okay. group the actual like yeah. you know office that does that the show's based around and like they're all real to like you know they're all they're all the jobs like, all real this, yeah yeah Show, like, the houses are fucking yeah, real it's yeah. called real estate they're real yeah. property so, like, so, you, so you're saying you don't think like the deals themselves are actually the ones that fuck no really okay would bet my license really? on it wow. and it's how I feed my kids <laughs> all that shit is bullshit and yeah. if they show it on the show yeah. that probably took months in planning to get it to sure, production yeah. for somebody to agree to say that it's under contract verbally yeah. on the show yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. especially in an escrow state like in an escrow state like California. It's even more bullshit. What does that mean? It means that when you say it's under contract, you could just verbally say it's under contract. It doesn't mean you have a closing date. It doesn't mean shit. Hmm. It means nothing. We've uh-huh. agreed to a deal. Tremendous. Who fucking signed what? Because I'm pretty sure you can't sign with your voice through a representative over a cell phone. Mm. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, right, okay. right, right. And yeah, the whole... Okay. 
potential commission on the bottom line, like the CNN ticker. <laughs> yeah, 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 you yeah. don't know motherfuckers are charging everybody at that price that's level. That's true. Yeah, Not all true. commissions are created equal. That's why it says potential. Right. Everybody right. thinks they know what we make, and yeah. it's like, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, because like, there's so many probably ins and outs of like, okay, they don't well, know. to get the yeah. deal done, like you yeah. might change things or you might like, you know, whatever, you yep. know, but yeah. yeah, that is interesting. Massive amounts of money, though, like for sure. It can be, for in, sure. In that kind of shit. Absolutely. Like, hey, so wait, wait, did you ever think like, because you started, how old were you when you started? Well, I showed my first house when I was like 13. Right. I rode a bike mom, down the street. Yeah, yeah my, wife, my mom had, had uh, my her own. My mom. <laughs> whoops. <Yeah. laughs> Jeez. Whoops. Hey, ma. Hey. So uh, I was always around it from when I can remember. She uh. started the brokerage when I was six and she took off like just killer shit. 70, 80, 90, 100 homes a year by How'd herself. How'd she do that? Wow. Just knew a bunch of people? No, she's just a killer. She knew nobody. She really? was new to the town, which makes it like did even more crazy. Did she do the thing they always tell you to do, like just start doing open houses and shit like that? Like, like how did she meet? She yeah. asked for the business back when that was appropriate. So like, you know, like when you go in to buy a car today, they say, what can we do to earn your business? Yeah, right, right, And that's right, a massive right. turnoff. Yeah, people of course. People are like, I'm going to fuck course. yourself. Everyone hates that. Well, yeah. she was doing that when it actually oh. was not being said. Gotcha. Oh. I'm not even kidding you. Okay. Her first sale ever, 40-some years ago, she gets her business cards printed. The lady hands them to her at whatever the shop printing shop was. She handed a card back and was like, would you like to buy a house? Let's see if these work. Okay. Bitch said yes. (laughs) She took the card and was like, actually, I do. Wow. I've been printing cards for realtors for the last blah, blah, blah years, and nobody has ever asked me that. I would absolutely love to see houses with you. That's great. That's so that crazy. that was her key to success. Wow, can She's, you imagine how like energizing that must have been? Like oh like God. if that's your first, it sparked forty step, years of oh mad maddening success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's wild. so yeah. So did she always do it for herself? Like at that time, was the law still that you had to hold your license? She a was with a partner for a I while, gotcha. okay. and then she did her own thing. Well, she was with a partner, or was she with another company entirely? Cause she like, was with a partner. Yeah, and then when she got too big, she went on her own. Cool, and did her own huh. thing. Yeah, because yeah. you have to your license has to be held by somebody, right? Yes. Yeah. Unless you have a broker's license. And is that what she got? That's Yeah, she had that like From year three. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Wow. So yeah. then so then you were just around it your whole life? Entire life. Yeah. You it just was, soaked in the- It was the only industry the I ever knew. Yeah. 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 And you soak in the good and the bad, mm. right? Because as for hard of a work ethic as my mom has, she doesn't say no to anybody. You want to see a house? Let's go see it. That's miss, you. Miss a birthday party? Let's go do it. That's you. Yeah, and I'm trying to work on that, and it's hard. Mm. She's 71. Why is she showing starter houses in Frederick now? She mm-hmm. doesn't need it. Right, right. But she's still saying yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's a double-edged sword as far as what makes you successful and what and what takes away from, like, chilling the fuck out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, the, the worker bee people, just that's what you are, right? Yeah. Like, you're that type of animal at a certain mm-hmm. point, especially once you've done it for years and years. Like, you yep. can't get out of the habit. It's hard. So here's a fun fact. Um, so you were with your your, your mom, it was part of her brokerage for many years, and yeah. then you recently left. Yes. How did that go down? It was fine because I basically said, what's your exit plan? And the minute she didn't have an answer, I was like, I'm going to go do some new things over here. And it was no water under the bridge and no fucking She doesn't deal. care. No. It's fine. By no means. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would, yeah. I mean, that seems nice. reasonable. Yeah. So, but by, by saying like, like she didn't have an exit plan, it's basically like you don't want to work underneath your mom forever and ever and ever. Is that kind of what the idea was? It, it wasn't about underneath. It yeah. was 
I see the future on the wall. I, I see the writing on the wall for the future. And the zillification of this industry is adapt or die. The whole like uh, Gilbert's hosting a neighborhood open garage sale house for the whole neighborhood. And he's going to get six neighbors to sell with him that year because he's hosting that. Shit's fucking dead. You better be on the cutting edge of technology. You better be reaching all the different demographics. You better do a really good job. You better have a spotless online reputation mm. and that kind of shit. And you better have some firepower behind you. What does that mean? It means that you better have branding and services and support to the tilt so that you can service the $10 million seller and the $500,000 buyer and everybody in between. And they know that if you're on vacation, they are being covered the exact same as if you were sitting next to them. Hmm. Okay. I always wondered too, cause like, you know, part of the thing that, um, it's so interesting and I'm curious, like your take on this because the way that the, you know, technology for one, but also just like things that work online, like building audiences and that kind of stuff and actually like getting people to pay attention to something. The thing, cause, cause I don't know, this is, this might be a, this might be a fun fact for anybody listening. Um, I, for about a little over a year, right after I left college, I got my real estate license. Do you remember this? Yes. I got my yeah. real estate license and, um, kind of did it for a period of time. I was, I was not very good at it cause I was 22 i didn't know anything and i was just like how do i tell somebody i know how to sell their house so it was kind of that thing but um the one thing that they always tell you to do is like because what you're talking about the firepower with the branding and the marketing that sort of stuff it's all stuff that when you're starting out you kind of have to rely on whatever company you're a part of to sort of provide for you but my thought process even from that point i was like that's not gonna work like i was like the the company that i had gotten my license you know with or the company that held my license the brokerage i'm like what do you mean they are going to mark? Like we're going to market. Oh, yeah, it's part of the pitch, right? It's like, oh, so we're going to market your property. And it's mm-hmm. like, that doesn't mean anything. It's like, oh, they're going to put it on the MLS and cool. What the fuck? You know, like, like it's, there's nothing. I, I always just felt like the stuff that they were saying, like, oh, this is, we have this big company and this big, all these resources. It's like, for what? Like, they're not going to do shit. Like, they're just going to do what everyone else is going to do, which is just put it on the place, and that's it. So I'm curious, like, from your perspective, how how are people doing that now? Or at least, like, how how would you... Why would you sign up with a power well, broker? more so, how are you actually going to take advantage of... The firepower. Yeah, like, like what, what do you even do in terms of marketing? Because I know, like... Let's put it this way. Yeah. I've got six offices, 300 agents... I could sell every single one of my listings to somebody in my office without ever going live. Okay, so volume of like... That's massive yeah, okay, firepower. Okay, that makes a lot okay. of sense, yeah. So that's Just a big piece of it. Just being able to tell other people in your office about your listing who might have a buyer. And it's truly once... I can't tell you how many people are, oh, you're with Porchlight, I see their signs everywhere. That shit matters. Yeah, 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 you, yeah, walk yeah. In a, you walk into a, a rec basketball league and you're wearing shoes that nobody's ever heard of and look kind of weird, and you're going to be like, I made these. People are going to be like, what? <laughs> you made right. those shoes? Whereas like, if you walk, in with, sucks. you walk in with Nikes on, people think, oh, at least he gave a shit to put on some wait, basketball wait, wait, wait. shoes. <laughs> this is so funny. Okay, I got to tell you a story. So uh, not to get off topic at the moment, but this is hilarious. Okay, I wish Am- – so Amram was going to be on the show, but he had to leave because you were so fucking late. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I was late. <laughs> but uh, we, we just had – so we've just been, we've been having de- a debate with Amram because – um, Amram has these, oh, what, this. what, what, dude, oh, this, this is, <laughs> this is amazing. So Amram is going to a powerlifting gym. Do you know the gym he's going to? 
Which one? It's it's on. Uh, oh shit! It's on armrest. Yes, yeah, that's my going. my former college middle. So I played nose guard. Yeah, the linebacker, middle linebacker stands behind you. That man is Ryan Palmer. He owns Armbrust. Okay, so that's my oh, okay. fucking guy. Okay, oh, so then yeah. cool. I don't know why Amram has huge shout out to Armbrust. Cool. So, so yeah, so he's going to this powerlifting gym, right? And he's yeah, all about he's all about like like yeah, I'm gonna do this, you know, and he wears brown leather slip on shoes, and. Well, of course he does. Because so, he's so, in onesies sometimes. <laughs> or, or, I'm sorry, so, they're called rompers, not onesies. Right. So, so, so he, and, and <laughs> dude, this is so funny because what are even the shoes called? I don't even know. They're Moccasins. Like, well, I, 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 more or less. They yeah. like, they're basically like clogs. Clogs. Yeah, like they're clogs. leather clogs. That's so, exactly what they're. They're clogs. And yeah. and so uh, Leanne was like, was they? You they, can't lift in those. Well, it was funny because. Leanne and Amram play fight all the time. Yeah. It's hilarious. But like she was yelling at him about these fucking shoes and, and the fact that he wears them to the gym That's and ludicrous. the point, because his point and he's right. He's yeah. like, he's like, their shoes they work i don't know i don't care and, I, and i'm like okay that's, that's that's fine fine but here's the thing i'm like you're saying something about yourself 100 percent. you're saying something you're saying i don't know what i'm doing you fucking made my point <laughs> you're, you're like it's like <laughs> you made my point it's this thing of just i don't know enough to know yes. that there's a thing that you do when you're into this you 100 percent made my point yeah. he, he might go in there and be really fucking strong he's still gonna be the odd man out and it's weird that he's not wearing training shoes yeah yeah and, and is that fucked up and let Maybe me tell you why no but i don't know let me tell you why it's not fucked up okay because if he steps wrong if he stumbles yes. if he does something incorrectly those shoes could ruin him that's true he steps wrong he gets tripped He's blowing his fucking Achilles out because he's not supported. Sure, that's definitely possible. The definitely. big brands, his, yeah. Porchlight, yeah. they support us. There you go. We're never going to trip and stumble with your listing. Right. We're never going to trip and stumble with your home search because we have the right fucking shoes on. And yeah, the yeah. shoes is our Dude, support system. Dude, listen to this. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so we know, how, we know how to go, go, go. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not just me and fucking clogs deadlifting. Dude. Yeah, yeah. It's me in uh, Nike Romulus powerlifting shoes. And the powerlifting shoes that are all the stability in my lift that's the company I work hey, for. Hey, you know what we got to do? We mm. got to get them to sponsor the show. Yeah. So if you're going to talk so much good shit about them, let's fucking go. I mean, they're fucking amazing. <laughs> they probably would, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's hilarious. Yeah, but no, it was just so funny because like, cause, and, and we're giving Amram shit. No, like we don't. It's, we, nah, we fuck lo- him. We, Who cares? <laughs> we like, love, well, he knows we love if him. If he yeah. doesn't give a shit, then like. Then he won't care make, about this conversation. <laughs> it's like Jay Moore. Jay Moore, of all people, set me free from anxiety about 10 years ago. Somebody was telling him on a, a video that he didn't know was being taken about all the shit the other comedians were talking about him. He calmly looked at this bitch and was like, what people say behind my back is none of my business or they'd say it to me. And he walked away. That freed me wow. of so yeah. much oh, anxiety yeah. in my life to now when people tell me so-and-so is talking shit about you, I look at them and say... Well, if they wanted me to know that, they would tell it to me. So it's a non-starter. Who the fuck talks yeah. shit about you? Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I am a lover-hate type of wine, oh buddy. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm spit it out or drink it down. <laughs> That's what she said. Well, they wouldn't say it to your face anyways. Cause they're you like, see, so it's none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to be free from anxiety. To be like, um, yeah. Odd time pee break. Ooh, Already? Yeah, Holy shit, dude. I worked out. I like a oh, my God. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna wiggle. 
Watch this. Oh, this is good. Camera wiggle. We got a good angle of this. No, he's climbing over the. He's climbing. <laughs> he's climbing over the camera. We have these camera mounts attached to the wall, and poor Vinny's got to climb over them because he's got to pee fucking eight times every podcast. <laughs> but uh, that's what happens when you're properly hydrated, kids. Wow. Uh, we didn't yeah. even start the show. Wow. This is episode number five. Is that correct? This is five. Welcome to Odd Time. Hello. This is the episode number five. Here we except are. Except apparently the episodes just. I don't know. Mm. Num- numbers don't matter. Numbers don't matter. But yeah, no, it's been it's been interesting. We've we've been uh, trying to figure out all this syndicate. By the way, fifth episode in for anybody listening, we're still not launched. So by the time this yep. comes out, um, we've done all this stuff before we even announced the fact that we're making a podcast, and yeah. that's exciting. I never know how to like handle that sort of thing, like like a launch. Like I don't know how to do that. I, I always I always hear people talking about like oh you should you should like launch you know announce it ahead of time like months ahead of time all the hype right yeah exactly but i don't know how to do that i'm bad at that well like i don't know how to build hype we need a we need a hype man the soap game like this guy yeah the soap the soap is out let's go soft soap (laughs) the fuck you doing um yeah no but it's like i just yeah i don't know i've always been bad at that every time we release a product every time we release like a new project like i never do the hype thing and yeah. I know that's like a part of launch, you know, technically like what you're supposed to do. And it's just not something I've, cause I, I was saying like, you know, this is the fifth episode. And by the time people are listening to this, it's a fun fact that like, Hey, we're still not launched. Like as we are recording this right now, nobody knows this podcast. Exists. Yeah. We could just be in here and with no five microphones episodes. and the same conversation. Yeah. yeah hundred percent. But, but it's five with episodes no agenda in is what I mean. With yeah. five episodes in, nobody knows still that this exists. Yeah. And so we're basically right. just going to put it out. So we've been figuring out all the distribution and stuff, which is fascinating. Yeah. And I've never really done this with. And podcast, by the time but. anybody sees this episode, we will have some gist of whether or not anybody even likes this. Show. <laughs> well, it's, it's nothing. It, it, what is it? The whole, you can't, you can never please everyone all the time. You can only please some people some of the time. Mm-hmm. You, again, like the Jay Moore shit. You spit live it by out that, or drink it down. Yeah, spit it out or drink <laughs> it down. <laughs> yeah. Nothing is for everybody. I was going to say yeah. one last thing about the sales piece yeah, of real yeah. estate. Everybody thinks they can do it. Everybody thinks it's easy. Go get your fucking license and try it. Because the bottom line totally. is sales is not for everybody. I can tell you that. And it's just not. And yeah. and people think I can't tell you how many clients see my paycheck on their settlement statements and they fucking say, and then I get my license. I look them right in the fucking eye. I'm like, get your license. You can come work for me. And the ones that do, twenty percent of them actually do it. The other eighty percent fizzle out into abyss. And that is no knock on them as people. That is no knock on them as you know. You're my backup plan as education. No, get your get your license. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep saying I keep saying no, no, no. For for real though, like. And in fact, this is a fun fact. I don't know if you knew this. Oh my god! When we uh, when I first started the channel, and I kind of like wasn't sure because like I don't know if anybody knows this, but on YouTube, the money for the type of content that I make is not great. Like. I could live, I could make a decent living just by myself. Um, you can straighten it out a little bit. Pull it up. Um, I could make a decent living by myself. I wouldn't make a lot of money, but like the, ad, just I'm talking just like ad revenue on YouTube in general. Um, not the best for music content, the CPMs. Like if I made finance content, holy shit. Like the amount of money that finance dudes make on, on, on content, just on ad revenue, because the ads are so much more valuable. It's insane. Like, yeah. you know, we're talking like, four to five times the amount of money well yeah. and also your videos wouldn't get claimed every single time that's the other thing too is yeah we're constantly dealing with dealing with these fucking copyright issues because nobody understands how fair no you know what people understand exactly how fair use works they don't give a shit that's no. the problem is like because youtube has provided this system where they can just 
they can just do whatever they want and like there's no consequence for doing that so yeah it, it, it it's interesting but i always say so in the beginning before you know we came up with the idea to create the academy and launch that and kind of try to actually turn it into a real business yeah. um i was like man what the fuck am i gonna do like i don't really know if this is going to be the thing that like like, do I want to build a second channel in a different subject? Do I want to? And for a minute, I was like, well, why don't I, I could, I could also get my real estate license and make content surrounding that. Basically what we need to do yeah. for real. But I, I, for a minute was like considering like, do I want to mess around with that again? And, and it's funny. So I didn't, end, I didn't end up doing it, but, um, well, we, we need to do that because it would 100%. be so educational for people to and see nobody's doing it in Colorado that real estate is accessible, meaning I will show houses without a suit and tie and acting like I'm better than the people I'm selling it to. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's one of the biggest problems I have with those TV shows is oh, the realtors right. make it about themselves. Yeah, yeah. We, so I forgot to say, we, we went to breakfast the other morning and there was this, um, this, this woman walks in and it's the type of thing where it's like immediately you're like, who's this, right? Yeah. Because like the whole pantsuit, name tag, all this shit realtor of course and like sat down at at this table with the these these ladies who were very clearly not on the same sort where of was like this at? level it was at a fucking diner <laughs> like it was like, very very it, it felt so out of place diner. yeah Funny. it felt so out of place because here are these 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 ladies and they were older and they were you know clearly like i don't know they were buying something maybe but um and and she just came in and she was all dolled up and with her suit on and her name tag and i'm just thinking to myself like it, it just it feels out of place and i know some people appreciate the professionalism mm-hmm. and that's fine but to me i'm like i don't want that yeah like i don't that doesn't that's not interesting yeah some people all. need the role players of that shit to it's, feel comfortable yeah and, I, okay, I can't fine. tell how many times i've had people be yeah. like this is what you wear to work and then i start talking and they're like, oh, it's what you have to offer, not your fucking T-shirt. hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and how much of that has happened over the last two and a half years? Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. With the whole thing of like, oh, you mean the jobs can be done not from the giant office building that yeah, nobody wants to go to? you mean everybody that works at big offices doesn't have to look like they're going to play golf at yeah, two? Right. Like, like the like, whole tucked in polo to slacks thing. It's like, oh, why is that more professional than jeans and a T-shirt? I don't get it. Right. Those guys look like know. shit. Yeah, because the slacks. results of the yeah. work don't matter. It's all yeah. about how you look when you're doing yes. it, right? Like, right, right. It's, it's, I don't, yeah, that, the that's... And, the, the pomp and circumstance, I've never really appreciated it's that It's never made much. any sense. And you know what's I funny? I zero appreciate like, it. I mean, I lived in Japan for a long time. They're all about pomp and circumstance. Yes, it's very all traditional. Yep. Yeah, you gotta like, well, it's just like... It's it, suits. It takes a while to progress the timeline in Japan. They're like 10 years behind the ideas that are progressively really? happening in oh, the West, yeah. in the West, like all of the time. They still have fax machines. So it's like, you know, and they're, and they're all still wearing suits all of the time. Same thing. Like you wouldn't find a realtor in Japan. I doubt it. Who would chill like you. Same with London. Same with Spain. Same with Italy places. I've been really, I stop into local real estate offices just to check it out. Everybody's in a cubicle in a suit. Does real estate and then work? I'll be like, how many houses do you sell a year? And they're like, oh, banner a year. You know, we sold uh, nine as an office last year. <laughs> and I'm like, I sold 41 as an individual. <laughs> yeah, it's wild shit. Does man. the does real estate like work basically the same everywhere? No, 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 way different. Really? And, and to a point where I wouldn't feel comfortable telling it how it works over there because I don't have a full sure. grasp on yeah, it. Yeah. But when I was explaining to them that I just go find the house, sell it, get paid, they were mind boggled. Really. Yeah. 
That hmm. Or is it no, like so much more that there's no intermediaries, that there's certain events that don't happen with attorneys present? Like, they were mind boggling. Like, they kept saying, that's the wild, wild west. That's what they kept calling America in general, the wild, wild west. Hell yeah. Yep. Because <laughs> wow. it well, fucking is. Yeah. partially true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, but the whole salaryman thing in Japan, that's always yeah, fascinating yeah. to me. But you had direct, I mean, you basically did that for a little while, right? I did that right? for six months. What's I worked like the what? Salaryman? Yeah, salaryman is Yeah, just like, tell, tell, tell Vinny like They even say what it the in I- Japanese, but they say the, the Japanese version. They say salaryman. Um, and uh, yeah, it's well, it's the whole idea of just the dude with the suit and tie and he goes to work okay. every day. And yeah. He's just the nine to five office worker or if it's in Japan, like nine to nine. But Jesus. You know, is it like that's normal? Like it's it's normal for people to show up early and to be there late. And like if your boss is still there, you can't leave. And it's just like there's that's yeah. a complete farce to productivity. It's crazy. It, oh, it's, it's a the farce worst thing. You, Even my Japanese coworker told me that you he's, should. Yeah, you should treat work. Like a workout, the minute you puke, the minute you're too tired to do the last rep, Get out. fucking stop. Yeah, right. Because nothing else is going to happen that's going to help you. You're just going to fuck much, up and get hurt. How much time is wasted in Japan with this setup? Oh, most of it, probably. Honestly, like I, the the company that I first worked in, like I I talked to several of my coworkers about this. I was just like, so Japan is known for their amazing efficiency. And, you know, like productivity. With the most inefficient workforce and it's, in the history of they, mankind. They were like, no, we're not. Yep. We just waste a bunch of time. Yeah. Like, that's what they said. They were just like, it's just a bunch of wasted time and, like, pomp and circumstance. And you're waiting because the boss isn't gone yet. And it's all just like, oh, the boss works so hard because he's there for 10 hours a day. It's like he exists in the building for 10 hours, but he doesn't do shit. That's what this generation is figuring out, man. That that whole thing about, like, our parents and their parents' parents, yeah. like, First one there, last yeah. one to leave. It's all bullshit. Right. Yeah, yeah. If I sit down and put my fucking nose in my computer and work, mm-hmm. I can do more in three hours than I could do going to an office and fucking around with a water cooler for 10 hours. Right, right. It's yeah. just the yeah. truth of it. And didn't yeah, you say, true. too, like, that like even after the boss leaves, if if he says, like, oh, we're going to go get drinks, like, you have to do it? Well, yeah, it's obligation. Yeah, it's all obligation in Japanese and culture. And beer culture there is huge, isn't oh it? Oh my god, everybody drinks. Yeah, I heard yeah. that. Yeah, like you're. Your tell me, force. tell me more about Japan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> as he cracks, he cracks a cold one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so I mean, yeah, you really you're obligated to go drinking, basically. Like yeah. if if especially if you're, it's called the senpai. The Do they drink to excess, does, or like, is that an American thing? Because I'm I'm asking that seriously. No, I I think that. Is it like less of a more European thing? I guess I think more often they drink to excess than people in the West would. Um, really? Because oh, I, I think it's like a snapback of a stretched, stretched like string. It's like a it's coping like, thing. It's a, it's a coping thing, but it's also like well, yeah, because like in Japanese culture, everything's so kept up and like you're just like in your little shell because it's such a hierarchical society and you can't say things to your boss that you could say to your friends and like you have to say things in more you know honorific ways and all these what, things what and, happens if you do? and then when you drink you just let loose right yeah. huh, so what happens if you what like what happens if you i don't know if you say something that like you're saying you're, there's things you can't say to your boss that you'd say to your co- what happens if somebody just says the thing uh, it just makes everyone uncomfortable or like it's, what it's weird well but like most people don't do that like it well, just, of course, it, yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't really happen. I mean, but, like, I think that in certain certain work cultures, like, the the there's more of a buddy-buddy relationship between the lower people and the higher people. Hmm. Um, but I, I think that for the most part, like, you, you got to use those honorific language, you know, pieces of language for your boss. And, like, it's just, 
I don't know. I think it's probably case by case, but for the most part, you like it would be really strange if you just started using casual language with your boss. Like it would be so fucking weird. I think that people would just be like, I feel weird. And also scared that like, you know, There's they would get be like a, a talking to or like a, a, a getting fired or something. I don't know. But um, like, I remember saying things during my like internship that I was doing and you could feel the discomfort in the room yeah. because it's something that an American would say. Like I would say like, Oh, like my, I think my boss was, he said something about, like, I couldn't stay late one night or something. I was on an internship. I wasn't getting paid much. Yeah. I wasn't about to stay past the time that we pre-decided. Right. But he was like, he wanted me to stay late to do stuff. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I have something to do tonight. Like, I can't. And it was so palpably uncomfortable. Yeah. He did this <laughs> awkward laugh. He's like, ah, you don't have time? Kind of a thing. Yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> Oh God, gee, I, I'm like no, sorry, I don't. Gotta go. Like, yeah, I was, I'm just like fuck this. Good that, for you, dude. Well, wait, wait, wait. Did that did that affect the relationship? Like from there forward, like was it a weird thing? Well, he ended up offering me a job in the end, so apparently not that much. But mm-hmm. he, so he still liked me. Um, that's because I was useful to his company and I could make videos. I could make professional but do, videos. Do you think there's a certain but, amount too of like them being like, oh, he's the American? Like, well, that's the that's the you can play the gaijin card, the foreigner card. Yeah. When you're in Japan, howdy boy, and they what? that's what they call it in Hawaii. Howdy boy. Howdy. Oh, howdy. Yeah, boy. when you're a white boy in Hawaii, oh, really? you're not local. You're a howdy. Okay. Howdy. Yep. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. That's me. <laughs> yeah, a, I am the the white boy uh, for sure. But uh, so yeah, like so it anyway. almost like you get a pass because they're like, oh, he's the you yeah. Know, he's the some American. companies in Japan have actually hired foreign like a white dude from America specifically to say shit that Japanese people won't say to other people. Wait, wait, wait. Makes really? sense. And I'd yes, be really good at that job. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You say whatever the fuck, <laughs> whatever the fuck you need I want. to say. Yeah, because yeah, they're like, okay, well, the all of the like lower in the hierarchy people, all the new peeps, can't say to the CEO guy that his ideas are awful. Yeah. Right? Like, so they like get the they, American they, they to do it. it. So like if the American's like, no, nah, dude, that's the worst fucking idea. Yeah. Like they're just like, oh, it's the white guy. Ah, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> you know? and, and, and we'll then, take it into consideration. And then it's out there yeah. at least, you know? Yeah. But that's yeah, it's fascinating. So here's, here's what I'm curious about. Is there, that doesn't some, happen that much by the way. I can, yeah, I'm not surprising, but like, is there some sort of connection between industry and mm. how all this, stuff, like, like I would imagine finance or like manufacturing, the whole salaryman thing would, would mm. make more sense. But are there industries where it's like not quite the same or is it shockingly applicable to a lot of work culture in Japan? Um, I think that on the whole, it's shockingly applicable really? to most things. Well, I mean, obviously, e- even even in the service industry, like a convenience store, like you're still talking, you got to be like hella, you know, polite to customers do they wear and, suits uh, no no okay but probably um, uniforms though oh it's all uniforms yeah, yeah oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but yeah there's definitely the hierarchical structure even in the how much the, does that carry over stuff? into just like walking down the street i mean with things like walk crossing us crossing a road for example because like for example like i always think it's interesting how in some places here in colorado <laughs> voice crack puberty <laughs> yeah. that's good i always think it's funny how some places here in colorado like um it feels like people will wait for the signal, you know? And, oh, like, I'm used to, well, yeah. you know, more so, like, walking through New York. Oh, or, dude, they'll have your hands if you walk past the signal in Japan. Like, yeah. they will... It is, is that, a, really? Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no. People don't do that. Total conformity. Really? Yes. Yeah, you are the, Yeah, you're talking about the rule following now? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, that's everywhere. Really? Yeah. No, everyone will follow all of the rules all of the time. 
except for sometimes in Tokyo or something like that because it's like just like any other country in any other part of the world like the cities are a little bit more progressive on their shit and also it's just faster pace and whatever and so people will do it sometimes but 99.9% of the time you won't see someone even in Tokyo crossing the street even if the road is like five feet fucking deep and there's nothing around you for miles they're waiting they're waiting really it's funny that's fascinating yeah and and if you do something like that will you get in trouble or will people just look at you like you're insane they'll look at you like you're insane like currently right well i hate to get into like all this but currently right now you know here we are in Denver. No one's wearing masks. Like the whole COVID thing right, you know, sure, has happened sure. and all that. I get, we beat. We beat it. In, we, it's just <laughs> gone. It's done. We beat it. Doesn't exist anymore. So they're still doing that um, in Japan. And in Japan, you will get awful looks if really? you don't wear a mask right now. Oh, let's wow. go. Let's yeah. do a field trip. Yeah, that's so. Let's fascinating. go. Let's do a field trip. You yeah, see, right. you walk around yeah. and just like have because with your uh, the, the. Teach me three words like like. Thank you, Earth phrases yeah. that I can get by with, and then just follow and me we'll with go. the camera. Oh my god! Yeah. Can we please do that? Oh you know how fuck, I know you know how funny that would be. Oh my god! Because my wife spent time in Tokyo, and she's like, "You would be a dinosaur <laughs> walking. Th- you would be Godzilla walking through the streets. Not just size wise, yeah. but how different I am yeah. to that shit. Because oh like I god. am to say whatever I want, do whatever I want. Yep. Like as long as you don't hurt kids and hurt other human beings, you're probably fine." Don't steal, don't you lie, seen... you're good. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh my God, they would think you're the greatest <laughs> or the worst thing they've ever seen. I think they would absolutely love you. Let's like, go. Le- legit Field trip. Do, have I mean, you like... ever seen an idiot abroad? No, but that sounds like Vinny abroad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, God. Yeah. yeah. That would be hilarious. Yeah. We should um, do it. They, they would think you're a sumo wrestler, though. That's okay because I kind of am. So well, they'll be all right. Uh, those dudes are like even bigger, though, right? Oh, they are bigger. Like, oh, they're five, six hundred pounds. Huge. I'm yeah. three fifty. They're fucking six hundred. That's yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's only that's because wild. like normal people just like they're all just twigs, you know. So in yeah. comparison, they're like. Oh, Did you ever know? like go see that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's amazing. national sport, man. It's yeah, like yeah. Going to a baseball game there for sure. That's yeah, crazy. It was crooked for a long time with the Yakuza. They were betting on it, and they were they were rigging I, I matches. I remember hearing, yeah, that there was really some, like, fucked weird, with the whole country yeah. as a whole. I'm not even I'm not even understating that. It was a big shock to the whole cultural system when they found out that those matches were rigged. Yeah, yeah. The the, the what is it? The what's the champion? Yakuza. I don't know. Oh, the champion sumo wrestler. Yeah, what's he called? Look it I up. Yaka, um, Yakazuma. I can't remember the the actual term for it. Yeah, You're but talking about the term for that person. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. What's the champion? Remember. What's the, like the sumo champion kind of name? I guess. Yaka. Like, what is that person called? Um. Yeah. No. Sumo that I, I remember. Title. I remember like reading something about like that whole thing being like yeah, really rigged. fucked up. Yeah. Well, the Yakuza yeah. still has a fucking stronghold on that city, big time. Is it's, that, yeah. It's real shit. That's I mean, crazy. come on. They just call it the Akuza over there. Here we call it the Clinton family. What did I say? <laughs> oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. What? Sorry, Dave. Nobody How do that. you say that, Dylan? Uh, uh, Yokozuna. Yeah, Yokozuna. Yeah, Yokozuna. Yokozuna. That's the grand champion. Yeah. 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 I remember, because like, I don't know any Japanese, but it was uh, the one thing that you said that, that has stuck with me, like when I read a word or something, is the whole thing about the first syllable usually being the accented one. More than the... Well, so in American... American. In American. In when American. I speak American. Speak when I speak American. Learn how to speak American. <laughs> when I speak in, anybody speaks English, we oftentimes accent the middle, right? Yeah. Like you said, Yakuza, but it's actually Yakuza. Oh, Yakuza. Yeah, right? So Is that like, inappropriate for me to do accents? I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't, really I don't know anymore. I don't care. Yeah. I don't know. 
I have no idea. Well, so I guess I we'll find out from the feedback. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. no. Anyways, um, yeah. By the way, before we get off the real estate thing, uh, oh. we, we've got some. We got more stories for oh, you. Oh, we got a nightmare. Oh, please. We've got more stories. This is. Uh, I, haven't, I don't. I don't even know this one. Let's talk about a nightmare. Um, let's see. If this is a real real estate story. This is a real. And, my, you'll, and we'll all react to a it. real client okay. nightmare. Okay. Yeah. Well, half react, but also you usually have a follow up that's even sure better. Um, anyways, okay. So this this reads um, buyer old people. Oh God, what is going on here? I feel like I'm reading, having a stroke reading this. Buyer. Old people cash buy new build. Okay, so they, they're just they're just laying out build. details. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Already mad that they had to pay list price in this market. Yep. Um, okay, so go to final walkthrough. These old fuckers were literally, I mean, literally on their hands and knees marking every single spot in the flooring that was supposed to look like distressed wood. That's called a blue mark. It's called a blue tape meeting. And it's when you walk into your new build before you close and they give you a roll of painter's tape and assholes will do the shit they're talking about right now. Normal people will just like mark holes. But yeah, it's called a blue tape meeting. They wouldn't stop roasting the builder and questioning his work work ethic. Mm -hmm. The man was in the room. And it got to the point where he goes, fuck you, fuck this. Tell me what you want fixed and I'll see you at closing. Jesus fuck and storms out of the house. Seen that. Wow. To preserve that. the relationship, really? I smoked a cigarette with him out on the porch after everyone left and apologized for their behavior. We closed. They're happy. All is well. Wow, that's unfortunate. Honestly, that it closed so, and everybody's happy. You kind of want I that to go sideways. Can't believe no, that. it's hilarious because the blue tape meeting is meant to be if you find a missing light fixture, if you find sure, yeah, right, a right, right. missing light switch, if there's a crack right. in a countertop. It's to catch something bigger that you don't have yeah. to do warranty later for. Not just like, I don't like it. But I will tell you, one out of every 10 new build buyers does that shit, and they lose their fucking minds. And if you're one of those people listening to me, fuck you. <laughs> I don't want to work with you. I don't want you to work with any of our I, agents. You know, now that, uh, now that you're off. saying this, though, I actually specifically, I saw a TikTok recently that was like, you open the door. It was this person um, walking through a house that they that the person had done that. Yep. And I'm like, what the? At first, I didn't know what it's it was. Wild, dude. dude. It was. It looked like the house had blue chicken. Pox. Yes, it looks like, like somebody sprayed blue tape everywhere. Ev- like wow. I'm yes. talking like every. I have. On the I wall. have had to tell someone my age and a friend and a friend. Dude, you gotta stop. What do you want to do? Rebuild the house? And he's like, What do you mean? And I was like, you have to stop. Do you want them to knock this down and rebuild it? Because that's what it looks like you want them to do. And that's not reasonable. And he's like, well, then you mark it up. And we walked through the house, and I didn't pull that fucking tape out once. I was like, looks like a good house to me. People buy new builds thinking it's going to be perfect. And it's like, no. No house is Men made this, and probably really fast. And even if it's a big, expensive custom home, you're going to find something later that's fucked up. And hopefully they'll fix it and warranty it. But come on, man. Hey, it's not a car. It's not something that was built by robots in fucking eight hours and came cellophane right. to your house. Right, right. And even those have problems. Yeah, so, right. yeah. Totally. It's, the blue tape meeting is a trigger for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what. What do you think uh, about? Um, so um, there's like there's this TikTok where this guy, I think he's an inspector or something. He goes around with like a knife. And he's like stabbing the house and he finds like all these places where it looks like it's painted and finished and the knife just kind of like goes right in because the wood's rotten. I mean, that's probably somewhere where there's a lot of humidity 
and he sounds like an asshole, to be honest with you, because... Like, how bad does something have to get before it's actually going to be, like, structurally an issue? It would have to be a legitimately unlivable house to walk around with a pocket knife and be poking holes in every part of the house. Right. At that point, you just don't he'll go. He'll go, like, tap, 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 and then randomly on, like, the outside corner of one, you know, somewhere outside the house, like, the knife will just kind of go shh. I, I right would want to know, what does he want to be remediated? Does Is it termites what are you looking for with this shit? I think sometimes it is. I think sometimes it's it's that. You could probably have an easier way to test for termites than stabbing the house. <laughs> and there's, you know what I mean? So yeah. I would question the motive of the person with the knife is well, what is your the end content, goal? right? Because it's the tip. If he's just like, creating content, yeah. then congrats. Yeah, it's like, it's right. like, ooh, look, look. Well, got us look to how, notice it. Yeah, yeah well, it's funny because then, you know, you, you wind up getting this sort of thing where all the comments are basically like, oh my God, every house see, is about to fall see, over. See, it's hard for me yeah. to separate the art from the artist when it comes to content because I don't know what their end goal is. Is. Yeah, mm. I am a non-alarmist. Let's get to the finish line. If it makes sense for everybody, everybody wins all the time. Real estate is not competition. It is fucking teamwork. So it is not a buyer versus a seller. Mm. It is a buyer working with a seller right. and agents working together to get everybody to the closing line. If it makes sense, it's not competition. Oh. So that's again where those shows are so full of shit. It's not even funny. Everybody's <laughs> fighting with each other. It's like you don't fucking fight with. So-, so let's fight and what? Blow the deal up and not get paid. Right. That makes right. sense, right? right? Uh-huh. Well, because but so I feel like sometimes either the buyer or the seller doesn't understand this and they just want to extract as much as they can out of the situation. Yeah, everybody becomes greedy in a sense, buyers and sellers, but the guy with the knife is like, "What? Okay, let's say you're right. The house has got a lot of puncture points. <laughs> what was the point of that test? What were you testing for? And what do What's want? the remediation? Yeah. Is it livable or are you just walking around a house stabbing it?" It's fucking weird. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Yeah. He always takes his knife. He's just like tap, tap, tap. And then tap, commenters tap, are tap, like, tap. "You could never trust any house with a knife." And it's like, wait, was it a termite-ridden foreclosure? Right, right. Then of course that would happen. Yeah, right. That's so I, I would definitely question the motives and what was the plan to fix it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, funny. What's like the craziest thing you've found? A like, body. <laughs> Whoa! Wait! 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 Are oh, you fucking for oh, real? Mm-mm, not you kidding. Serious? You're not kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Nope. What? And the I, fuck? I will, Wait. And just for content purposes, I will exclude the yeah, don't include real any. emotional trauma it caused and the phone calls I made crying afterwards. We're going to excommunicate all that out now, so that people don't think oh I'm just God. a monster that was like he's making fun of it, man. Right? It's not what I'm doing. You're, you're saying it fucked you up. It fucked me up bad. Yeah. And to okay. this day, I okay. think about of it. Of course, it did. So hometown, right by my own fucking house where I grew up. This lady calls me up. Something's fucking weird, man. And it's like, it's not drugs. It might be a little mental illness, but there's just something about the way they called me. Something's weird. And I walk in. Was it, wait, was this somebody They called sell? me and they were like, we want to sell the house. We need to sell the house. My okay. son passed away. It's a mess. Oh. Huh. I walk in and it's just fucking weird. And so I start looking around the house and I try to go in the bathroom and they're like, you can't go in the bathroom. I'm like, well, I need to see if it's updated. She's like, oh, I don't know if you want to do that. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, maybe I don't. She opens it. Dude killed himself was in the bathtub. Yep. What the fuck? So they had called wow. me with such trauma that they didn't realize what was happening, I assume. And were like, the next call's a realtor. Yeah. And I, I was like, <clears throat> whoa. And like split, left. They still tried to list it with me. I was like... Wow. I was still willing to help them because I was so worried about their mental health. 
it ended up going sideways and shit got a little weirder. And that's when I drew the line and was like, now we're done here. Like not, I don't need to chase deals. But yeah, I walked in and like it was like fucking dude took his life in the bathtub and it was how, like awful. Uh, how okay? How how recently? This is years ago. No no no. I mean like when you walked in. I would say a day or two at least. Yeah, and I just saw an arm, blood everywhere, and was like slammed the fucking door. Or I pulled it closed and we just split and was like, uh, we what? you guys gotta call the county. Oh. We have we have they're on their way and I was like, what? The two fuck? days later. Yeah, well, maybe they found him then. I don't know, right? Like, okay. so yeah, right, I got you. Right. I got you. So okay. I think they well, showed up. Moment I think it was a destitute trauma. family that did a welfare check on a loved one. He was dead. They called nine one one, and in calling nine one one, they're like, "We got to sell this house to cover his debts or something." And they called me. I was literally right. on the bus stop behind the fucking house. Oh, so I think okay. they fucking called me, and I immediately came in and discovered it, and was like, Wah. "Oh my god!" Yeah. Wow. So Holy nothing will shit. ever top that, besides an even worse death, I guess. But yeah. Wow. Then there's funny ones, but like, yeah, you asked for the worst, so thanks for that. <laughs> thank everyone. Thank you for listening. I hadn't even finished you. my sentence yet, and he's already going into the so. Don't blame me. <laughs> no. Wow, that's insane. Oh my god, that's goodness. wild. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, I, I can understand the panic and trauma that they would be going through at that. She point. must have been eighty. Like okay. she must like, have been eighty. She could barely right. stand up. She's chugging so, so heaters the, in the living room. She couldn't even stand up to greet me. Like there was something going on there. Wow. Yeah, it was weird. Wow. Fucking weird, man. Oh my god, man, that's that's wild. And that was right in your neighborhood. Uh, I've been said. to many houses where it's negative five degrees outside, and where I'm going through the house to list it, and I walk in the garage, and there's a family living in the garage. Like they rent the garage out to a family. So Jeez. I got that one. I got you, what? and that's multiple times I've seen that shit. More than once. Oh yeah, I've gone to houses, and we're not talking like all. Everybody's like picturing meth shacks in their head. Yeah. Nope. Like nice houses. No, no. nice houses where this shit happens. Uh, a four bedroom house, three baths with twenty some odd people living in it, just beds and shit everywhere, and they're How all big? and they're all family. Again, not a meth shack, just a massive family. How big a house? Wow. Maybe forty four hundred square feet with twenty people live twenty people living in it. That's yeah. oh my god. Oh yeah, tent uh, many times makeshift like tent rooms in the back of the house, like tarps and tin roofs like and shit. Off the back, like off. on the front looks amazing. You walk in the house, it's just fine. Go in the back, and there's a family living in a tarp room. What do you what do house. you do about that? Like if, if they're saying hey, I want to sell the house, like man, you be super respectful. You ask what the situation is. Can they go anywhere? It's gonna be really hard to sell it this way. Like right. that kind of <laughs> yeah, shit. <that's>, <laughs> and at the like, end of the this, day this might be a little bit of a it's hiccup. like, oh don't worry, the people come with it. And yeah, I got I got like, some really yeah. good I got some really good advice early on in my career. Uh and it was don't work with crazy people. And I know that sounds so easy to say but the more business you do, you recognize the crazies. And if they say shit to you or if they're doing things that just don't make sense, not even different, not even just a little quirky, if they're doing shit that just doesn't make sense, they're probably fucking nuts. Steer clear. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Scary. How many... Ha- At this point, so you've been doing this for how long? Oh, fuck. Over a decade, I guess now. Do you, do you have any, do you have like a running tally on how many houses you sold? Oh yeah, I have a spreadsheet with really? every single house I've do ever you know what sold the is? in, wow. oh, it was 10 years, over a thousand. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So like, yeah, imagine the shit you see. Have you ever sold like, or probably also, 
you know, working with a buyer too, you probably see some crazy stuff. Yes. That's when you see most of the, the listing stuff is you spend more time in the house because the buyer side, you don't need to spend time in the house. If somebody asked me to come list their house, I got to see the whole house. I'm going to spend my time, respect them. They called me. Yeah. Buyer's side, I've walked in and seen some weird shit and be like, yeah, this ain't us. You walk in. This ain't us. It's like the Simpsons meme where they were, that we were just looking at where he walks in, turns around and walks out. (laughs) Oh, and the funny part is buyers think they like, they're using your time so they should walk through it. So you have to like remind young buyers, especially, hey guys, we don't have to go upstairs. And they're like, oh fucking thank God, this place smells like shit. <laughs> so I actually have a, I actually have a, an interesting one. This is how dumb and desperate I was when I was 22 years old because I had no money and I was like, didn't know what I was doing. There's a, there's a place in Schenectady, New York, hmm. that's like notoriously, um, the place in Schenectady you don't want to go. It's called Mount Pleasant. And it's, um, yeah, yeah. Not, not very pleasant. Oh my God. And like, like it's the type of place that you feel like you're not even supposed to drive through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. Um, there was this guy and I have no idea what nationality he was. Um, I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I didn't know his background or anything like that, but he was not, um, he was, I don't know. He was from somewhere. And so it was, it was, it was difficult to communicate with him. Um, because he didn't really speak English that well. And so like I was, you know, and I, I'm trying to, he was wanted to buy something to, as a rental. He wanted an investment yeah. property. And so my first red flag would, should have been like, Hey, maybe I just don't want to work with somebody who's trying to buy a rental property in Mount Pleasant. Like that might not be the greatest idea because number one, they're going to be buying a house that's $30,000 and, and it's going to be like bad. And I took him to see this house. I didn't know. I mean, here I am, you know, my fucking privileged ass, like grows, grows up in like a beautiful part of the country. And like, you know, my parents, uh, we were fine. You know what I mean? Like we weren't rich or anything, but like totally fine. I had a great childhood, you know, and I just have this thing where like, I don't know what some other people have to go through in their lives yeah, or how some people live. I'm just totally ignorant to that because I've, I've never been around it. I haven't had, you know, have never experienced something like that. And I, you know, and I fully recognize that. And, but I, I was just, I was so, I could not believe we went into this house. First of all, it was just open. Like it was just, you know, didn't need a key or anything. Um, because most of the windows were, were broken in anyways. Um, but when I say that every room was up to the waist in just shit yeah like whether it was garbage or just belongings or just piles of broken furniture or clothes the entire first floor of the house was like waist deep you almost had to wade through this just the stuff hoarders are real I, like hoarders are real but the and, house and, the and house was abandoned it people, was like yeah i'm telling you man i've walked there through were houses squatters like i don't even know it was just like i've never seen anything like i've walked through houses where there's a path to walk through the house and you can't get anywhere and else there's else. nothing else just a path wow. like this place newspapers stacked to the fucking ceiling it, pots and pans and dirty dishes where it looks like they just kept buying them or borrowing them and adding them to the dirty pile like it's and they're totally normal nice people so did you sell the house? I did not even attempt to sell that fucking house. No. Like, I cannot help you. Um, no, but it was like, I think one of the things that blew my mind is that it was evident that this house had been abandoned for some time, 
but the the dishes were still it's dirty. troubling. Yeah, it's troubling because because you're like somebody just <clears throat> up and bounced. Like yeah. some of the sweetest people I know that I sold their house, I walked in to sell it, and they had laundry baskets full of beer cans everywhere, and I was like, "Why do you keep these?" What was the answer? What do you mean? And I was like, well, there's beer cans in 12 laundry baskets all over the living room. And they're like, oh, well, we'll get rid of them eventually. Well, what are they, what are they harming now? And they were dead serious. They didn't like, think there was a problem. Nope. Like, wow. Hey, no way. here's a fun story. This is really stupid. I, I don't know why I didn't think of this or know this. But like <laughs> when we first moved here, um, we collected cans and bottles. All, everything we used, we were like, it was just hey, put it in a bag and, and wait till it fills up. And we took the bags to grocery stores and and we were looking around and we started going to different grocery stores and we're looking around and eventually we called grocery stores and we're like, hey, where are your bottle and can returns? Good luck. And and, and, right. and they, they were like, what? The fuck are you talking about? They had about? no idea. And I was like, oh, yeah. they don't do that in Colorado. No. Like that's yeah. that's like there's only some states that there's you do. Because so, yeah. I grew up, you know, in New York, yeah. we always collected cans and bottles because you, you take them to the can and bottle return and every grocery store has a can and bottle return. Do you make any money on that? You can. I mean, Enough you know, it's five cents per thing. Okay. You yeah. know? Yeah. And right. so like yeah. we used to do bags. it. I don't know. We used to do it for like the fucking Boy Scouts. You know, we would collect. We'd do like a can and bottle drive. Like people did that for. <clears> I, I remember uh, there were organizations through the school that would do that. They would do like a can and bottle drive. It was like a thing. It was just like a way to raise money. Yeah. So if, you, if you had your cans and bottles that you're collecting because everybody collected. Oh, redemption centers, dude. So right. this is a whole thing, right? There are places. In fact, there's one right at the end of my parents' road. It used to be a store, and it's and and it's not anymore. But it's a redemption center. So what you can do is you can go with your massive 55 gallon garbage bags full of all your cans and bottles, and you can take them to the special place and just do it in bulk, and they'll pay you out for it because apparently they get some benefit for doing the recycling process. But I don't know how it works, but you can get the money for from them, and then they'll take them and do whatever. And it's faster than just going to... Because the can and bottle returns to grocery stores, you have to like individually like one at a time. Mm. So if you have like... and, And when we were broke as shit, when we were like 21, 22, we used to do this, we'd go... And I'm talking the car would be filled, the trunk, the back seats with just the bags of cans that we'd collected over a period of however long. And we would go and one by one feed them in the machine mm. and get our five cents per can. That's pretty and good. that was like, you know, and when, you know, when you're broke as shit and you're like, hey, yeah. if I can collect a couple hundred bucks in cans, like that's my rent. I dude. can go buy some Doritos. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> dude, but that's, that's what we do. And so it was just, it was so funny. And, and I, yeah, I think about this because you mentioned the laundry basket full of cans, and I'm like, what the fuck are they saving them for? You can't even get money for them here. You recycle yeah. them here. That's it. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. It. You recycle that them. That was here. so weird to That's me. Funny. I was like, what? Yeah. But it was the fact that we took, we must have looked so dumb, Leanne and I. You looked like a, homeless people. <laughs> 100%. I did, but I didn't even think about it. We, we you looked walked, like well-dressed we homeless walked, people, which Colorado has a lot of, by the way. <laughs> we walked into a Safeway with yeah. bags of cans and bottles looking for the fucking bottle return. That's Salt Lake and Denver, a bunch of good-looking homeless people. <laughs> And yeah. it just wasn't, it just didn't exist. Sorry, unsheltered for all the people uh, I just trained. And we like literally people. just yeah. didn't know what to do with them. We is that like, the new term now? Yeah, how is unsheltered any fucking different than homeless? Everything's me? connotations, I guess, right? I mean, it's am like, I unsheltered because I don't live in a shelter? I, it's so but bizarre. You have shelter. I do have shelter. Yeah. I don't it's know. It's just not called a shelter. I have no idea. I want to know why that'd be less offensive. 
I'm not sure. Uh, we got to, Jake's got some thoughts. He wants to tell everybody. He's he's got to he's got to um, get these off his chest. Um, <laughs> There's four there. There's four there. Somebody okay. Well, these are sh- uh, here. You take those yeah, two. Those take are two. short. Sweet. All right. Well, you looked at yours, so you go first. Let me introduce you to Miss Information, formerly known as Mrs. Information. Oh, because the <laughs> Department of Misinformation. Divorced upon receipt of new and concerning information. <laughs> okay, so formerly known as Mrs. Information, who was divorced upon receipt of new and concerning information. Oh my God! Well, would it oh, still that's... be? Would it still? Oh. Would it be information? Mrs. Yeah, yeah, but if or she, Miss. But if she's Mrs., then that would indicate that the information was pre-divorce, so it would go to Miss whatever it was before information. You might have fucked that's that ask one the up. author. I don't think you're that clever yeah, with that one. I think you're looking too. Am I looking too deep? Don't question the thoughts. Don't question them. If there's one thing I've learned this year, it's that with the assistance of drugs, you can do anything you set your mind to. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that meme of what I see taking an Uber home from the show, and it looks like the Tron world out the windshield, and then it says what the Uber driver sees, and it's a guy like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's beautiful <laughs> that's good <laughs> oh no okay here we go have you ever noticed that when someone says I found God no one ever asks yo where was that guy <laughs> <laughs> yo I got a funny story so I'm training MMA back in the day and a bunch of these fighters like come in one day and they're like we're giving our life to Christ boys you should join us and we're like cool cool guys like go Wait, JC really? yeah oh yeah and, okay. like, they stop drinking. They start going to church. These were people that had already been going that yeah. you knew? No, these were people that not, were not going to church at the time I knew them and were partiers with all of us. And they come in, like, one day and we're like, we found Christ. You guys oh. should join us on their journey. And we're like, yeah. Could know. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so like, <laughs> so, and then, so, like, it, it, another couple people, then a couple more people joined, a couple more people joined. And my homie, I won't name him, because then it would tell the whole fucking story was like, <laughs> you know why these motherfuckers keep fighting Jesus? And I was like, why? He's like, because their wives keep going through their phones. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? And there was a direct correlation between these fools that kept getting popped cheating and they kept finding Jesus. And oh. so they would cheat, get caught, find Jesus, baby. Get caught, find Jesus, baby. Get oh caught, find Jesus, baby. Wow. Yes, Holy it was shit. very Yo, good, dude. That's yeah. some th- that's some real shit. Oh, they were like, well, that's, baby, I need God. Like, that, no, no, but like <laughs> <laughs> there have been and again, I, I you know, I don't want to I don't want to talk about any specifics, but like I mean, it's all public, so it's not like anybody doesn't know, but there there have been um catalog examples of big youtube channels that people who are whatever denomination i i mean in this i i'm whatever it doesn't matter what yeah. denomination but where this religious context usually stands as grounds for like oh i asked god for forgiveness and everything's okay Yep. Yep. So weird. Welcome yeah. to being Catholic, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and my it's grandpa so always. Weird. My grandpa was religious, and he said this statement that always stuck with me. Very successful man. He said, "Anybody got to tell you they Christian? Watch your back." That's and a, what he meant was, if they have to tell you what they believe in, and you don't know them, meaning, hey, if it just comes up in conversation, there's some devout. That means they are going to justify every fucking thing they do to you mm. moving forward. Mm. So if anybody's right. got to tell you what they believe in upon meeting them, 
Watch your back. Wow. Yeah. Right. Of course, we. I mean, we obviously have to clarify that it's obviously not all. No. 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 Religious no just the ones that means, tell you. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But like, yeah, it's just I've seen the wildest shit happens. Like, all my opinions what was the, what, are what's my the, own. There's the show. Yes. Um, is it the the Duggars? Is that a thing? No, like, the Chrisleys, man. No, 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 no. There's the a just show. Gotten, the, the Chrisleys were doing that whole spiel of we give it to god and god's given us a go like god gives us everything we need federal charges guilty on all counts facing 30 years yesterday for what for bank fraud tax evasion and wire fraud okay not surprising but not wow. quite as bad as the duggar dude oh what, no that what? dude was a fucking pedophile yeah because yeah, no, no, no. yeah. with all the child yes porn so he's a pedophile but like the wild thing is like the family it, it, I mean, it seems like half of the family. I, I don't know the because I've never watched. I don't. I don't know anything about the show. But it seems like the story I got was like half the family was like forgave him because he was like, well, God. He asked God for forgiveness or something. Which is there? Which again, it, it. there's truth to that. Like for those people that believe that, I don't blame them. Like they think that's what they think. He gave his life to Christ. They and like, okay, they're like, Doesn't okay, mean right. I have to forgive. Right. Him. By definition, they're saying, okay, well, he's absolved. You know, which is, but that's fucking insane. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're you're giving away the power of forgiveness to some other unknown. Well, you're removing the, all the responsibility well, from the individual I, to do I mean. the right yeah. fucking thing. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's yeah. Uh, it's so weird, dude. Like, wow. Yeah, I don't know. It, that's a whole. Bag you guys, of worms you heard about the Chrisleys, though, right? <laughs> oh, Chrisley. No, I didn't hear about them. I, I don't, I don't even know what that no. is. Who are they? Chrisleys. Can you Google? Is Chrisleys? it a show? Is it like a TV show? It's like C H R I S. Chrisley. L e y s or something. Chrisley. Family. I don't know. Chrisley's. Yeah, there you go. Chrisley knows. These fools. Wait, is this the thing? Yep, there you go. Chrisley knows a convicted of committing tax fraud, tax crimes. Oh, is this like a. They were a reality TV show company. And everybody was like, what does he do for a living? And the number one thing I will tell everybody listening to the sound of my voice, and maybe it's just these three motherfuckers in here, nobody else. <laughs> if you don't know what someone does for a living and they are rich, they are doing something illegal. Yeah. There is no other way around it. If you can't explain what they do, yeah. it is drugs, people, or crimes, or all three. I had a homie I grew up with. Dad had a lock on his mailbox, a pool in the backyard. He was like six houses down from me. We would ask him constantly what his dad did for a living. He could never really explain it. Mm. One day, the SWAT team flies him with a helicopter, kips his fucking door, and I think the dude's still in prison. Wow. He was stealing oh. socials of dead people and opening mortgages and pocketing the cash, and that's how he bought the jets, the house, and the pool. Whoa. So I'm Holy telling everybody shit. right now, if you are in bed with someone, physically or literally or, any, or, or metaphorically, and you don't know what they do, it's fucking shady. Wow. Because you That's asked me, how do you, how do you do what you do? I sell houses. How do you do what you do? You create content. Yeah. Very easy to answer. Yeah, right. It's not, when people start saying, she's like, well, a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of drugs. <laughs> a lot of weird, like, come that, on. So that was a weird thing. I had to kind of get a little bit more comfortable saying that, because it feels odd to, like, with somebody's... It's not like I get, it's not like I get the question a lot. Like when somebody's like, "Oh, what do you do for mm-hmm. work? Like, what do you do for a living?" It's odd for everybody. It's self-employed, man. Well, yeah, I don't know. It just felt strange to be like, "Oh, I'm a YouTuber," because then that 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 is, I, don't I know. get it. Then there's a whole other list of like, "Oh, what does that mean?" Or like, "Oh, then there's so many questions about that." Or or people are because it's not something like you generally totally that understand often. that. So yeah, it's a, but but I've got I've become more like, "Oh, I'll just I'll just." Respond That's because to the that. more successful you get and the more you've done it, the more you don't really care what people's reaction is to it. Mm-hmm. I used to like I used to like not really love to tell people 
that I was a licensed agent because there's 41,000 of them in Colorado. Are there really? 41,000. Yeah, but how many of those people have like never used their license? 85% of the business done in Colorado is done by the top 15%. Yeah. So it's literally flipped. Right. It's that yeah, heavy yeah. Yeah. in those of us. But that who makes do the business. sense. I mean, that's like with but it still else. doesn't change yeah. the fact that yeah. everybody's fucking niece, cousins, mother, brothers, teacher is a fucking agent. Yes, there's a fucking teacher, man, at one of my kids' schools, and it's he has all of his pictures all over town. It says agent for life. You're a fucking teacher, bro. <laughs> what do you mean, agent for life? Really? Are you my kid's fucking teacher or are you an agent? Because I can tell you right now, I ain't got time to teach, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah so yeah, which yeah. are you? Are you agent for life or are you a fucking teacher? Because you can't be both. Right. It should say part-time agent, great teacher. I respect that. If he got his hustle on that way, sure. I'd be all about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agent for life? Yeah. Bitch, you can't answer your phone nine to three. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. The fuck yeah. out of yeah, here. That right. is, that's, yeah, that's exactly that it drove though, me right? nuts. Yeah, yeah, so that's funny. As somebody that, that I don't get paid, I don't eat, I don't do anything unless I sell houses. Yeah, for somebody with a pension and a salary and watching my kids saying agent for life, no, you're not. <laughs> so what? That is yeah. no, I, and I remember you. I remember you. Um, that was one of the things you were saying, like when we first met and talking about the work and everything. And you were just like, you cannot do this job part time if you want to be at all successful yes. about right, it. You can't. Right. But I think that's true. I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like that's true with what we do. Because I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know... No, you got to be all in. Like, realistically, like, for the last, I don't know... Look how hard two... it was to get me here, and I'm not saying I'm some big shot. It's because I don't eat, sleep, and breathe this yeah, shit. Yeah. I had mm-hmm. to put something else as a priority before this. Sure, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go make a billion dollars being a YouTuber because it's not what I eat, sleep, and breathe. Yeah, sure. You're right. That's the, sure. It has to be that way, right? Yeah. yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Like, your text was perfect when I said, be like, you're like, bro, this is our job. We'll be here when you get here. Yeah, well, that's what that I, was I was like. Brilliant. I was like, we're not going anywhere. It's like, like when people here. say, it's like, <laughs> yeah, when people, that's, that's it's like when people text me and they're like, I'm so sorry we sent nine for Sunday. I text them back, it's kind of my job. I'll yeah, show right. you all nine houses. It yeah. was the same answer. So mm-hmm. I appreciated that. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, and, and that's, totally. that's, that's, that's definitely it. But I, you know, especially in the beginning, you know, before it, it was, there was a question <laughs> of like, okay, will I be able to make enough money to like do this? Number one, do this full time. But also when I brought Jake on, like to do it and be able to pay somebody else as well. Yeah. And like, cause I really mm-hmm. needed that, that help that he brought. And like, it was, it was an interesting thing because part of me for a period of time would look at the amount of time that we would spend actually being productive and actually like making the shit. And I'm like, man, I could also take the credentials that I've built up by, by having done this and having, you know, now had the experience of being able to walk into a company and be like, Hey, I know how to build this shit. Like, do you want to be successful with content and like maybe get a job doing something like that? And I used to, I used to like look at how much time I was spending and be like, I could also have a job, but if I had done not that, really, no, yeah. no. If I had done that, what a fucking disaster. That it would have been a disaster. It would have right? been a disaster. And I, I have people tell me, they're like, look, this is the market. Everything's selling on fire. Why wouldn't I just use my niece? Like she, I know she's got, you know, she's a full-time uh, data replicator at a big company and she does this on What's nights your answer and weekends. To that? Let's debate. Get her in the room with me. Let's have a conversation. Mm. Let's see who you want to use after that. Interesting. And if it, if I don't want to be that aggressive, it's simply how about this? Forget about that. Let me go through my presentation and at the end you can make an educated decision. And I win a hundred fucking percent of the time. Period. End of story. Yeah. They make more money. The transaction is smoother. They're not waiting for calls back and at the end it's wow. 
it's kind of like you're a full-time guy. Wow. <laughs> Weird. Like, almost uh, like you do that for a living. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's it's interesting, too, because from somebody who doesn't give your presentation to potential listings, um, one of the things that I always feel is beneficial, like, with somebody like you is, is and I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago, the fact that we sold a house through you and some shit went sideways and we didn't even know about it. That's the, because, that's the key. Because you just yeah. did it. You just took care of it. The number one and thing like, I, I notice with part-time realtors is when I can't get an answer out of them from their sellers or buyers, I realize they're too scared to confront them. Like they don't want to bring bad news back to their buyers or sellers because they probably already got this gig because they were just somebody's friend or niece or, or nephew. And I, I have to then work around that without embarrassing them and showing them up, without blowing the deal up, so I have to do two people's fucking jobs. Mm-hmm. And realtors love to say that, by the way. Like, well, I did both people's jobs. No, really, sometimes you do. So that's a whole other aspect of this is I didn't want to let that happen to you and let the shit blow up, mm-hmm. but it was also like more to that than would have even been. Like, why would I heap that on your lap? Hey, man, this is what I'm dealing with. You shouldn't sleep tonight, too. Right. <laughs> right. That doesn't fix like, Until it becomes a problem. It's like, until why? it's something yeah. I can't solve. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I will I will hold my breath underwater yeah. until I can't breathe anymore. Right. That's right. the name of the game if you're good. Yeah. If you're not good, you tell everybody everything. Um, so, you, Jefferson, I'm, gonna... I'm curious. He's got to poop. He's got to take oh, a massive God. shit. Um, I'm curious, like, how what's what would you say the percentage is in terms of like when you work with another agent uh-huh. that you maybe don't know or maybe you do know them I don't yeah know, how many people in the industry that you're doing a lot of work with are near your level in terms of like knowing their shit it's funny you say that more than you would think because they're doing I, all the work because you be, said yes 85 percent yes. 15 percent we see each other's gotcha. names so much yeah yeah and we're like yes yeah. Like, fuck, I did that deal they, last year on Sheridan know, with that person. Right, you know they know their yeah, shit. Yeah, so it's yeah. more than you would think because of that fact. Do you get nervous when you see a name you've never seen before and you're like, oh boy. Uh, first, I look them up immediately, either Broker Metrics or HomeSnap. I see how many houses oh. they've sold. Okay, yeah. And I take it two ways. They either are so green, they're going to be sweet and we're all going to do this together and they might learn something from mm-hmm. it. Or they might be just super talented and kick ass and it's like they do all the business and they're just getting started. Interesting. Or... They do just enough business to fuck things up. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, like they, they've yeah. done enough that they think they know some shit. And, and again, like- just for everybody listening, I am not saying I'm for everybody because I'm not. There are people that will listen to this that think I would never work with that guy. Then don't. Right. Don't even <laughs> yeah. fucking interview me. Yeah. I don't care. Right. And there's other people who are going to think, wow, he thinks the shit don't stink. It does. And it stinks <laughs> a lot. And I am not fucking perfect, and well, I do wh- make mistakes. Here's it. Okay. What's the biggest mistake you feel like you've made? I honestly can't answer that because I don't know what kind of legal shit I'd be putting myself uh, into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not being a douchebag. Yeah, no, no, no. It's that I don't know if the fuck up was actually harming somebody and illegal and I could lose my license uh, or a, ah, uh, that was just a mistake. Yes. Does that make sense? Yep. It does. And just to be clear, any mistake I've ever made that was beyond the scope of that, my clients knew right away. Sure. We either corrected it with more documentation or. Like nothing was like, oh, I fucked up. Better not tell anybody. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. 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 yeah, I would yeah, imagine that's a very fast have, way to in get In this fucked. industry, if you do enough business, if you lie and fuck up and you try to cover it up, it always comes back on your lap. You cannot hide from that shit. Yeah. So I just, I just want to be clear. I don't think I'm that cool. 
Like, I really don't. <laughs> I don't think I'm the shit. I just think that for a certain All the kind, people in Japan would, though. I, let's go, because <laughs> I will sell them houses. That. I just That's think happening. for certain people that, that like the way I work, yeah. I'm really good fit for them. Yeah, But absolutely. I am not for... I had a yep. major brokerage in Denver basically call me a strip club Italian and not fucking hire me. Have I told that story? No, Remember? what the no. fuck? Yeah, so I was being recruited, and I was like, fuck it. Let's go take the rounds. And I went and interviewed in their big fancy office in Cherry Creek, and I did all this shit and literally told I was hired, walked to the front to collect paperwork. We're going to start doing the onboarding process. Motherfucker ignores me for weeks. And finally, I'm like, fuck you. I'm taking this gig at this other company. And he was like, yeah, I just had pause because you reminded me of a lot of my cousins on the East Coast. And I was like, stop right there, man. You're basically calling me a strip club Italian, which is a derogatory term from the East Coast that like you're either like real Italian, which is like fancy and fashionable, or you're a strip club Italian, like a mafioso dude, which I didn't take any offense to, really. I thought it was fucking hilarious. But he basically said, you're not for us. You're not fancy enough. We don't want you, even though I did more business than 90% of the people in his fucking office. So I was told no. So I took the, I took the other gig. Did more production than I've ever done in the last two years. Opened new offices. Everybody loves it. It's all going fucking great. And now we're starting to poach people from that company, which hey, is extra fucking go. great. There you go. And we're not yep. poaching minnows. We're poaching fucking big mouth ass. It's nice. fucking awesome. There you go. But yeah, so I'm not for everybody, and I don't think I'm that cool. Just everybody knows. Wow, but, it's almost like some no. people just yeah. don't like to make money. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? I'm not for everybody, man. I'm yeah, but really a whole not. company like no. ignoring your book, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was a little. I will say that when the people that hired me heard that, they were dumbfounded. Like, we'll just park you in a corner and don't invite you to social events. But like, <laughs> like <laughs> take the fucking book. Like, what are you doing? Right. Oh or help God. him grow, curate yeah, it, what yeah. you want it to be, coach I him. I just don't understand that. That's no. so insane. Well, we we drink Vinny here. Yeah, yeah, we we swallow. We swallow. Speaking of swallow, do we have a couple misconnections? Wait, 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 wait. I haven't done mine yet. Oh, you've oh. got another thing. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. I didn't All even right. know. Another one more of Jake's thoughts. <clears throat> Did you know that in South Korea, tattoos can only be performed by a medical professional? That's great. I've always wanted to be in a doctor's office and go. Thanks for everything, Doc. It's going to be a long journey getting over this illness, but I'll do my best to stay strong. By the way, could you actually piss here on my ass? <laughs> <laughs> is that true? Is that actually a it thing? Is true. Really? South Korea can only be performed by a medical professional. Yep. So it's basically. Uh, I want to go there. I really want to go. I have an affinity, like a weird affinity for South Korean really? culture. Yeah. What like? What do you want to go see? The women. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it is it the K-pop girls? No. Oh, okay. I don't think it is. Maybe it is. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> Good to not, know that I'm not obsessed enough to know the label. That's yeah. It's not. I don't think it is. Are we talking like uh, like pigtails and schoolgirl shit? Because I'm not into that no, shit. No, 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 none of that stuff. No. What they, did they I have just that say? In Japan, though. I mean, they have like the maid cafes. You know what the maid cafes? It sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> a vendor one. They 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 make you uh a, 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 a like an omelet with rice in it. Put a little ketchup on there. Put your name on it. Give that to you. Give you whatever you want if you want a beer, something like that. And it's just a bunch of um, relatively young women dressed up as maids. Oh and my they, god! They dance on a stage for you if you pay for the show, and yeah, yeah. that sounds incredibly awkward. That sounds it's, very weird. 
I, I was very uncomfortable. Yeah. My, my coworkers And took I'm a me. dog, and that my, sounds fucking uncomfortable. My coworkers all took me, because they were like, Dylan's got to go see this part of Japanese culture, you know? Like, we're just going to take him out to the strip club. It, I mean, is the there, is there, it's is not there, a strip club. Is there, like, it, a lost in translation component to the culture? Like, is it weirder for us for some reason than it is? No, I think it's still weird to most Japanese people. There's, like, a subculture of Okay, so it's like not mainstream. Into, yeah. No, it's not mainstream. It's just that there's a lot of them. Like there's a decent amount. Like wow, but it's like we're talking shit, and we have Hooters. We're high school girls. <laughs> wear oh fucking sport pants yeah. and serve hot wings. But you can't pay for a show. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It is just a restaurant. Yeah, they have like all the lights and the fancy stuff, and like wow. they, they, the song plays over the loudspeakers and everything. So how similar is it to like a strip club? There's no, there's none of that the, shit. Okay, that doesn't happen. But no snipples. None <laughs> of that. And I don't think that anybody's like. Cop and feel or any of that like right. creepy, creepy stuff either. There's it's no like, like rooms in the back just, or anything yeah. like that. No. Yeah. No. Okay. No. So it's wait, just... how did you get talked into that? Like, well, I had to try it. Yeah. They were like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were just like, we're gonna take you out and get you a, a drink and a omelet, and you're gonna sit there and watch these and an omelet and make a drink cafe. and an omelet. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, that's okay. super weird. Yeah, it was really. I'm not gonna it's, lie, it's that's really kind of strange. Very strange. I mean, hey props but like (laughs) it's worth a try it's worth a try that's all i have to say okay what we got here it's good family entertainment right (laughs) i wouldn't bring my kids yeah but you know bring bring my grandparents sorry i got one text guys one text well we're gonna pass out these misconnections in fact um so these are both so we got two uh it looks like we have two so let's do okay you guys do them it's fine no 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 um yeah let's do two Let's do it. I just read the headline for one. <laughs> I can't. Don't look at it yet. Oh. Okay. All right. So Dylan, you start. Let me start. Okay. <laughs> All right. So wait, we we have to start. We have to get okay. better about introducing the game. So we have misconnections. Yes. Anybody who hasn't seen the show before, basically, we have one misconnection that's real and one misconnection that's fake that Jake wrote up, and uh, we have to guess which one is real or fake. So. So right. far, so far, I think Vinny has the best record. Yeah. He's. You've only, only missed, missed two. You've only missed yeah. two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm still salty about the the prosthetic getting knocked off one. I'm still pissed. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. Go back and listen to episode that. four. Yeah, it was, was quite eventful. Wild. That was yeah. last episode, right? Yeah, that was yeah. last episode. Go it back was and right, listen. Yeah, right at the end. Just it was a good one. Fantastic. All right, what do we got? All right. Do, <laughs> does mold turn you on? Okay. Oh. Do you like to get down and dirty around decay? <laughs> do you want to fuck among some fungi? <laughs> the title says it all. I'm just a cold babe living live in a moldy bedroom looking for a lady. Uh, did that make any sense? The jury's out on whether or not this musty love nest might be hazardous. But what's the fun in doing it without a little danger? The mattress isn't directly on the composting carpet, so while you won't be manhandling the mildew, you still, you'll still be having sex while swimming in spores. You bring oh a jacket, God. I'll make a mixtape. I'm hot to trot and surrounded by rot. <laughs> Fake. Fake. Oh, my God. Fake. Hey, if you did write this, though, that's brilliant. Fake. That is phenomenal is writing. actually fantastic. Oh, my God. Yeah. What, read that last sentence again. You bring a jacket, I'll bring a mixtape. I'm hot to trot and surrounded by rot. <laughs> Fake. I'm going real on that one, but it all it all does Wait, depend. I'm, I'm gonna leave my guess for. It once, depends on what we've Vinny's, got over here. Once we hear Vinny's. All right, what do we got? What's what's this one? Stuff me. <laughs> oh. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Can you can you read that again? Stuff me. <laughs> <laughs> we need that voice for the dear Vinny. Oh thing. my god, that's that's going on the soundboard once we get that shit up. I'm looking okay. to get stuff. <laughs> no, this is not an innuendo. 
I'm looking for a real taxidermist to literally stuff me with cotton and preserve me. We can talk about it, but I would like my body to be posed in a seductive pose. I'll say up front, I won't be able to pay in all cash, but I can eat your ass if you want, and I would appreciate no prying questions about this. Send me samples of your work, and I can see if it's a good fit. Serious offers only. Oh real. Oh, my real. God. Real. Holy, we can't crumple them up. That's we, fucking we, we're, real. We're going to make a book. Oh, well, fuck it. I'm sorry. Well, we can put it That's again. real. So, wait a second. By the way... That delivery deserves a fucking Oscar. That was you, you had you had us like you. You have this whole thing. Stuff me, and then it's all of a sudden it's just like, no, I'm talking about taxi. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. Let's <laughs> yeah, like, go get let's, samples. Let's literally get stuffed. Oh my god. You're up. That's well. Hold on. No, we got to do those beautiful. two first. Okay. So, yeah, Wait. Okay. So these two. Wow. Are, okay. So these two. One's real. One's fake. Mm-hmm. Yep. He took Mine's notes. Real, his is fake. He took yeah, notes yeah. because those were good. Those, I have no idea where to start on I, that one. I want to say the text that everyone's real, too, because people are into that weird shit. Yep, and the way it was said is, like, legitimately, I can see that. Yep. Yeah. So here's the thing. Let me see this. Let me see the, the first oh, one. This one. <laughs> so the sentence, Again, I'm the hot writing. to trot and surrounded by rock. The writing's too good on that one. Yeah, but hot to trot, I don't think that's something you would have written. I which, feel which like, means he wrote it. I'm telling you. Uh, I mean, Jake's getting more crafty. And he we're, is we're, getting more we were crafty. We talking the other day. It's, and it's, this is hard. He was like, I got to be more careful now because you guys yeah. are going to get him. We yeah. were figuring so. him out. Oh, you really fucked this one up. Um, Sorry. <laughs> uh, ripped it somehow. No, this is it, not it an innuendo. I'm looking for a real time. Which one? Guys. Real or fake? I think, I think Jake wrote... No, wait. I think I think Jake, I'm going against you guys. You're I think, going against I think the grain. I, well, what, what's the I have deal? reason. Hold on, Jay, I think Jake wrote "stuff me," and I think that does mold turn you on is real, and you guys think mold turn you on is fake. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All yes. right. Uh, so I wrote <laughs> "stuff me." Yeah! No! Yes! Yes! No! yes! Shit! You you purposely put bad punctuation, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Learning, you did, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Hey, but that was a good pickup. Do you like how I pay close attention to that yeah, shit? Yeah. Literally, it was the sentence, I'm hot to trot and surrounded by rot. I'm like, I just don't know Damn it. you would have written that. that. Yeah, the hot to trot. Specifically hot to trot. Yeah, that, you see all that, the fucked up yeah. punctuation in that? Yeah, this is actually great. You yeah. Did a great job. That was a good one, yeah. though. Like, that was really well written. Great job. Yeah. <laughs> like this, oh wow this beautiful Hell so that's yeah. another yeah. loss on your record motherfucker it, hell yeah I, okay. my, my, my record's already fucked so it doesn't matter for me alright so there's two good ones here I'll give this one to you and I'll read this one here we okay. go let's start long wait at the barbers okay hmm. I had a haircut scheduled for 1230 showed up right on time barber was just starting a haircut on another client whatever don't mind waiting for a few minutes About 12.50, the barber is finishing up this dude's haircut. Thank God. My turn. I close plants versus zombies on my switch and get ready to get my hair done. As I put the rest of my stuff away and look up, the barber's taking out his razor to be getting a hot shave on the guy. Oh my God, now I have to wait even longer. It gets to be 1 o'clock and he's finishing up the shave. Finally. I put my phone away and start to get ready. But then the barber fully reclines the chair and has the dude flip over on his stomach and take his shirt off and he starts giving him a deep tissue massage. What the fuck? It's now 1.15 and it looks like the massage is winding down. What does he do now? The barber takes some needles out and starts sticking them into the dude's back and head. Dry needling at the barber's? By the way, no one else is in the building. I'm just awkwardly watching this unfold. About to about ready to leave at 1.45, but the barber finishes and calls me over as I'm about to walk out. At least I'll get the full treatment, I think. Nope, he gives me a shitty fade that took 10 minutes and kicks me out. Any barber recommendations in Detroit? That's real. <laughs> That's real. 
That feels really real. Yep, that's real. That does feel really real. Wow, what a, that's so so convoluted for asking for barber recommendations. <laughs> like, what a story. Jeez. Ready? Intense, passionate driver. I saw you today driving a black SUV down Bastion. I couldn't help but be drawn to your skillfully maneuvered fingers as they plowed through your hairy nostril. The intensity made me think of a little dog humping a leg of some oblivious dementia-consumed grandfather. The way you were digging your nose made me want to call 911 because I knew you were causing yourself some sort of brain trauma. But I knew you were okay once I saw you pull your chubby little finger out from the crevasse in your face and stare longingly at it. You studied your boogers with what seemed like an eternity, and then when you could not resist it anymore, the urge to jam your snot-filled finger into your mouth consumed you and you ate your booger. You closed your eyes with ecstasy as you let its slimy (laughs) grossness consume your soul. Okay, dude, seriously, it's fucking gross. I pray I never have to come in contact with you or your booger-eating ass again. Bon appetit, booger eater. (laughs) You wrote that. You wrote this. Oh, my God. Okay, wait a second. What do you think? Uh, I think, uh, I think, wait, okay. We got got booger, booger boy. Booger boy. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think Jake wrote the barbers. You think Jake wrote Barber? Yep. And you think Booger Eater is... Real. Real. The only thing... Okay. Uh, Baston is giving me problems here. Because Why? it's... Well, because I don't know that he would have come up with that specific name. Where is Bastion? Especially the way that it's spelled. Because it's like like Cologne. It's like, like the city. It's kind of spelled the same way. So like... I'm going to go... I'm with Dylan on this one. Long Wait at the Barber's is real. What do you think? I think... No, no, no. I said Long Wait at the Barber's, Jake wrote. I think Booger Eater is fake. So you both think Booger Eater is fake? No, I think Booger Eater is real. He thinks Booger Eater is real. I think Jake wrote this. Jake wrote the barbershop. Okay, right, 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 right. Wait, no. Jake wrote the Booger Eater. You think Jake wrote Booger Eater? Yes. We both think that Jake wrote Barbershop. (laughs) I wrote Barbershop. God damn it! You are open to today. Holy shit. You're losing your touch. Damn it. What is it? What's going on? Ah. Oh, my God. There we go. Wow. All right. All right. Well. Poop poop butts. Fuck butts. Add it to the list, boys. It's another solid... uh, Solid misconnections entry. We should put the crumpled ones in the book as is. There you go. Just so we know which ones... Which one's pissed Vinny off? Pissed off yeah, me. which ones he got wrong? They're all crumpled yeah, up. There was another one that was got crumpled Stuff up. Me. Yeah, I know. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god. Stuff me. Oh, I love that. Oh, anyways. Oh, all right. Well, we should probably wrap it up on that note because cheers. Yeah. Can't get any more. Are we cheers? Any more disastrous than that? We yeah, we're definitely cheers. But uh, yeah, uh, be sure to. So we've got all the socials now, so we can be like follow us on on social media yeah. at Odd Time Show everywhere that you can find social profiles, and then <laughs> that's, the mic is just slow. Slowly disappearing <laughs> Follow <underneath> us. the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to do it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cheers, we'll boys. see you next time. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Bye. That was good, guys. That was cool.